Hey, what's going on, folks? We have a wild show for you today. General Mike Flynn says he thinks that Q is a major psyop and that the military isn't in control and shouldn't be in control. All these people that are coming but in. Do you think? I mean, so, so stop, okay. Dave, stop. Okay. This is, where I, this is where I've had disagreements with things that I've heard you say and many others, because people go, oh, the military, the military. What do you think the military, the military, if you don't understand what the military does in our country, which which abides by the Constitution and yes. the Constitution, is our military is run by the, the people who are duly elected. He told X-22 report on a show that he disagreed with some things he said, and we're going to read his official post in full about it. Apparently, Greta Thunberg deleted her I stand with Gaza social media post after critics claimed that her stuffed octopus in the photo could be viewed as an anti-Semitic symbol and she said it helped with their autism. Are octopus toys anti-Semitic now? Comedian Sarah Silverman claimed she was stoned when she endorsed Israel's move to shut off Gaza's water and electricity. Those are two wild headlines. Similar to how Zelensky signed a controversial law expanding government power to regulate media, now Israel is arresting dozens for social media posts defending Gaza, and American quote-unquote conservatives are claiming that Palestinians saying, you are not welcome here, FCNN, FCNN, proves that they're Hamas. Does that mean the hundreds of millions of conservatives and Trump supporters who also don't like CNN are Hamas too? Crazy stuff going on, folks. We're gonna talk about it on today's show. God bless you. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road, let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Dream Rare Podcast. I have a few stories that I want to talk about at the end. Greta Thunberg has apologized for having an octopus stuffed animal because apparently her octopus stuffed animal is anti-Semitic which uh, you should know before you buy your octopus stuffed animals. You should ask it what it thinks about foreign policy before you buy it. But in general, we'll talk about that second. The first story is General Flynn, who a lot of people who believe QAnon and quote unquote trust the plan, they've always looked up to General Flynn. And in many ways, General Flynn has legitimized the QAnon movement and made people think it was real because he seemed like he was playing along with it for a while. He went on one of the most popular QAnon shows, X-22 Report, and said he disagrees with Dave, who is the guy who, I guess, is the anonymous like, Q decoder who fools Magamoms all the time. General Flynn told him, I disagree with you. The military's not in control. You, you know, you got to stop telling people that. So let me just read General Flynn's social media post that he made yesterday saying that he thinks that QAnon is actually a PSYOP. Here's what it is. I'm going to try to read it. General Flynn said on Twitter, here's my take on Q. I believe it is a major PSYOP. And from what I can tell, it or they or whatever or whoever is running this op has done a major disservice. What I see are a bunch of people sitting and waiting for something to happen instead of doing what I've been calling for now for quite some time, local action. The nonsense about Trump is still the president and the military's coming to the rescue is just that, nonsense. I wasn't belittling Dave. He's a big boy. I was being brutally honest, like it or not, or believe it or not, Rome is burning and Nero and the Bucket Brigade is getting low on water. And like it or not, I don't. We have a person in the White House that is there following a constitutional process. No, I didn't say fair election. Lastly, I respect your smart statement and most definitely appreciate your support as well as Dave's. I'm a big fan of X-22, he says. I also appreciate the support of the many digital soldiers who did and do support me. Thank you will never be enough. However, I want us to face reality for what it is and it's staring us in the face currently and it's ugly 
but never ever give up and trust me there will always be silver linings we just have to find them and exploit them and as soon uh i guess let me see we just have to find them and exploit them and as soon and for as long as possible god bless mj truth ultra who he responded to so General Flynn came out and said, hey, listen, I don't hate you guys or anything, but Q is a psyop. The military is not in control. You got to stop with the BS theories that Trump is secretly the president and Trump's in control and the military's in control. It's not true. It's a psyop to make people think that something is good when it's bad. And the truth is the country isn't being run how you want it to. And eventually you have to face that. Pretty interesting stuff because I was reading the comments and a lot of people are really upset that General Flynn said that because millions of people have been psychologically brainwashed by the QAnon theory and they think that the military is in control when the, the police are in Washington, D.C., that the police are secretly there to arrest Nancy Pelosi, even though all their friends are going to prison. And the lockdown was a secret strategy to arrest the Vatican and Trump. It's like, you know, these people basically I, I've been saying for a while, it's like Comic Con or cosplay. They just instead of being men and facing like reality, they hypoth like they just like guess what they wish was happening and then they all pretend like it's happening in unison it's kind of like a widespread mental illness of people who dress up and you know pretend that everything they want to happen is always secretly happening when it's not which is like a crazy thing to do it would be like if your house got broken into and 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 like your wife was like hey your house got broken into and then you're like no, you don't understand. It's a secret plan from Donald Trump. The guy who broke into my window is secretly our friend and he's not stealing our stuff. He's taking our stuff to Nancy Pelosi's office. And when he takes our stuff and takes it, he's really going to give it back times 20. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not optimistic or, or amazing to be that like fake, you know, it's, it's like a very, it's a sign of weakness and I'm not trying to be rude, but I should put that on the shirt. I'm not trying to be rude. Cause I would say that, but in general, it does seem like a lot of women fall for this stuff. I know there are some pathetic men who play along and deceive people, but it's a lot of MAGA moms that really like want to believe in this stuff. And I feel like these type of people like X-22, they've pretty much just brainwashed and tricked millions of MAGA moms from reality. And it's like a, it's like a massive Scooby-Doo mystery where they're always like dragging you along and giving you breadcrumbs. And it plays into how women like murder mysteries. And it feels like, you know, you talk to like eight out of 10 women and they're like, oh, I like murder mysteries. And most guys are like, that's weird. Why do you like that? I like football. You know, everybody has their uh, own um, things that they're into. And I'm not saying that everyone's the same, but you notice patterns with gender. And it seems like women in the MAGA movement are more likely to fall for the QAnon PSYOP. Uh, that's why it's interesting that General Flynn is saying it is a PSYOP because General Flynn is really one of the major figures who allowed it to get this big because he played along, did its little codes and said their sayings and goes on their shows. So, you know, it's a pretty big departure from, I think, what a lot of people wanted to believe. And I think people will still believe it anyway. And all I want to say is there's a book called New Lies for the Old uh, from I think Golitskin, his name was, but he escaped Bolshevik socialist communism. I think it was uh, during the 1900s. And he literally said the exact copy paste strategy of trust the plan. Like it's like literally the same thing. It's like, let's tell all the people who would be opposed to communism that it's not really happening. So they don't actually do anything about it. Like if you can convince 200 million people or hundred million people or 10 million people that a lockdown is good and martial law is a good thing and the police aren't there for you. They're there for the bad guys and everything you want to happen secretly happening and 
Biden's not the president. Trump's the president. None of this stuff even makes sense if your IQ is above like 50. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, Trump's the president secretly, millions of people are saying, yet they're always complaining about Biden. Why are you complaining about Biden if he's not really the president? Trump's the president. And if the military's in control, why are you freaking out about this or that? It's like none of it makes any sort of sense. It's basically just like adults telling themselves fairy tales to make themselves feel better with what's going on. It would be like if San Francisco, if they all sat there and just threw their poop in the streets and were like, no, we're making it rain gold and there is no crime and nobody's getting robbed in San Francisco because we don't want to believe it. It's like it's like a mental illness. It's like, no, your, your city is getting more unsafe. It doesn't mean you can't have fun and enjoy yourself, but you might not want to leave your car in that street because 15 cars got broken into this week and San Francisco is not safe anymore. And they're like, no, you don't understand anomaly. We trust the plan. The military's in control. It's like, okay, Patriots, whatever you want to say, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people that got lured to January 6th, it wasn't just Trump supporters who were there to support their president. It was a lot of people that some people call Q-tards because, you know, they act uh, Q-tarded, but in general, it's a lot. And, and to those who's going to say that's hateful, I know you like can't say that on social media anymore. The word retarded literally means to slow down over time. It's a dictionary word. We can't make out. We can't outlaw words that are turned into slurs 50 years, hundreds of years after their existence. It's a word that doesn't mean anything bad. It's like an actual word. But in general, you know, a lot of these people at the Capitol, they were told by all these PSYOP accounts that, you know, go to the Capitol. And when you see the police, they're, they're secretly there. They're going to arrest the enemies. Like these people were so brainwashed and mind controlled that they thought that when they went to the Capitol, all their dreams were going to come true and every bad guy was going to get arrested. And when they saw all the Capitol police lined up to arrest them, that they were there for the bad guys and all the police and the military were going to turn on Nancy Pelosi. Like it's literally psychotic. It's like I voted for Trump. I understand that certain conspiracy theories are true and QAnon wasn't wrong about everything or whoever was posting. Like some of the stuff was valid, obviously, because like water is wet regardless of who says it. But in general, like the whole thing really ended up being the biggest psyop ever where they told people for four years that martial law was good. And then when lockdowns happened, all the brainwashed patriots thought that the lockdown was secretly good because he was arresting the bad guys. When they figured out that wasn't true, a lot of them went to the Capitol thinking that that was going to be the day that all the bad guys got arrested because they were being lied to by accounts like uh, X-22 and others, thinking that this day was going to be some massive success. And in reality, a lot of people that believed that ended up getting arrested. So they went there thinking all the bad guys were going to get arrested. But in reality, it was them who were getting arrested. They were being lured to their own demise. And a lot of people still haven't broken out of that mind control. It's the same way left-wingers are delusional about what they're delusional about and no amount of crime and filth in their cities can get them to snap out of it. You know, mind control and propaganda is, is crazy. It's, it's a hell of a drug as uh, Rick James would say about cocaine. And uh, in general, it's like, you know, some people will never figure it out and they're just like broken. They're like broken minds, broken people, and they'll never snap out of it. So I don't know what it would take, but I think general Flynn saying that is a huge like wake up call for a lot of people because he was one of the propagators of it, whether he knows he was or not. 
And uh, yeah, in general, it's like, like the president, support Trump. You don't have to like Biden. But if you're going to sit there in a corner and hallucinate that the military is secretly in control, Donald Trump's the secret president and everything happened because Trump was setting up his enemies and the lockdown's a good thing. Like, you know, at a certain point, you're going to lose your mind over this stuff. So hopefully General Flynn coming out and saying that makes a few people just question who they're listening to and who, who they're following. And you know, during the lockdowns, the people that were mad at me the most were a lot of Q supporters, not all of them, I'm not going to blame everyone, but they were mad that I was questioning the lockdown in Trump, because they thought that the lockdown was going to arrest all their enemies. So if I was saying lockdowns were bad, they were they said I was in on it because lockdowns, oh, this is the moment we've been waiting for lockdowns and martial law. It's actually a good thing now. Government tyranny is good because, you know, Chrissy Teigen's going to get arrested and, you know, look at Ellen DeGeneres. She's locked in her house. We're all locked in our houses. So if Ellen's locked in her house, she's no different from you. But it's like, you know, these people were pissed at me because I said lockdowns were bad because they got mind controlled and psyoped into thinking lockdowns were good. And then thinking that the January 6th was going to be some historic event. And it just lured them to the Capitol. I've watched some of these people. They said, like Simon Parks or whatever, he's like, yeah. he's like, you know, Patriot, the military is not there for you. The military is there for the elites. And when you see police in the streets of D.C., Patriots, the police are going to arrest your enemies. They're not there for you. And people are like, oh, that sounds legit. Oh, my gosh, Simon Parks. I trust that guy. It's like, dude, the amount of, uh, excuse my language, the amount of imbeciles and idiots and just complete buffoons that a bunch of MAGA moms are looking up to. They're like, oh, that guy. I mean, he was on x or He must be the real dude. It's like anybody like wake up, people like the guys telling you that the police and the military are there to arrest the bad guys. <laughs> it's like grow up. You know, the fact that this has gone on so long is just crazy. But people can believe what they want. to. I think General Flynn disagreeing is going to snap a few people out of it, but some people are probably too broken to ever wake up, which is sad. Um, I'm going to read a few headlines real quick because people asked me to follow up on if Israel is going to arrest people who disagree with their government and it's our, it is happening. But first, this headline is somewhat comical, even though it's not supposed to be, but it is. So Greta Thunberg deleted her I stand with Gaza social media post after critics claimed her stuffed octopus in the photo could be viewed as anti-Semitic as an anti-Semitic symbol. And she said the toy helps for her with her autism. So she apologized for posting a picture. I stand with Gaza and this Jew stands with Palestine climate justice. Now, I guess she was hanging out with some left wing Jewish women and they were standing with Gaza. And the weird part is she she's not necessarily apologizing for standing with Gaza or hanging out with left-wing Jewish chicks. She's apologizing for her octopus because her octopus was like standing with Gaza isn't anti-Semitic, but the octopus is anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how ridiculous that word has become. We're going to talk about it a little bit more, but I guess... I'm I don't I I'm I've never heard that octopuses were anti-Semitic, but then again, you know, when I am in the ocean, sometimes they do say some weird things, you know? And then I'm like, wait, is that anti-Semitic? You know, that sometimes I do hear them talking like some crazy conspiracy theories, and I'm like, wait, are octopuses anti-Semitic? So I have thought that before, but now it's confirmed they are. And uh, you know, you should never have a stuffed animal of one because that could 
you know, rub people the wrong way. Now, jokes aside, um, I guess an octopus would be anti-Semitic because there's been cartoons showing like tentacles and control and octopus and Jewish people or something. I don't, I don't really know. Or they're just running around the ocean, just constantly saying outlandish stuff. Long story short, I don't know. I mean, it seems pretty crazy. Like you're mad at an autistic girl because she's got an octopus uh, stuffed animal, but you're not mad that she is sounding the alarm of climate change and standing up with Gaza. This is the world we live in, folks. I don't know. I guess you either laugh at it or cry at it. But here's another one that's pretty wild. Comedian Sarah Silverman claimed she was stoned when she endorsed Israel's move to shut off Gaza's water and electricity. So, you know, it was just the marijuana took over her, I guess. She posted that she thinks that Israel should shut off the water and electricity to millions of people in Gaza because they had refugees. And I'm going to be honest, I don't want them to do that. I don't think they should. But I didn't think her post was that crazy. Like, clearly, Sarah Silverman supports Israel. And her thought process, I'm not saying she's right and people could get mad at me, but Sarah Silverman has the right in America to say whatever she wants about that. I don't care even if I agree or disagree, but her theory or her logic, her stoned logic was like, if you shut off the electricity and water, you'll force Hamas to give over the refugees or, or, or the people that they have captured. To me, it makes sense. I mean, I don't think you should kill millions of people over that, but it is like a chess game where I, I listen, I'm under, I understand war. This is the irony of people always saying I'm this and that when I'm really not. Sarah Silverman has the right to think that maybe that would be a good strategy to get back uh, prisoners. Like it might, it might be a good strategy. Like you don't hurt people and you don't starve millions of people, but maybe you use that as leverage of like, if we control your water and you have American soldiers and Israelis and we want them back, we'll shut it off until you give them back. What she said inherently is not really actually that crazy. Uh, and I don't like Sarah Silverman. We disagree on almost, I'm not going to say almost everything, but we disagree on a lot. I don't, I don't really, you know, she got a lot of backlash because most of her audience probably supports Palestine and they hated that she said that. And she probably freaked out and deleted it because although the media acts like Israel so popular and Palestine isn't popular, the most of the world seems like they support Palestine at this point. So I think she just freaked out because it was unpopular. As someone who doesn't want to shut off the water and electricity in Gaza, I don't think what she said was that crazy. I think her thought process, like it, she's just a stone comedian talking on social media like she doesn't run foreign policy it doesn't matter what she says i understand people don't have to like it and it does seem crazy and borderline genocidal to some but in times of war her thought of if we can use this as leverage to get back uh civilians and uh you know captive people from hamas i don't really think there's that much like i didn't look at that and think oh my god screw her it's like I don't really care what Sarah Silverman thinks about foreign policy. I don't look to her for insight. I don't listen to her podcast. You know, her opinion is just like everyone else's opinion. Like, wow, you have a you have a Palestine flag. You have an Israel flag. You think they should shut off water. You think they're a terrorist. You think they're a terrorist. Everyone's got an opinion. You know, opinions are like, you know what? Everyone's got one. So I get why she's apologizing because of the backlash. But as somebody that doesn't agree with her, I'm just being fair thinking that using water and electricity as leverage to get back civilians and uh, cap captive people, I don't think it's that crazy of a thought at, at a time of war. I'm just going to be honest. Um, speaking of which, 
some people wanted me to follow up on what was going on as far as like the freedom to disagree with governments because you know america always says we're spreading democracy that's our whole thing it's like you know they say israel's the only democracy in the middle east and if that's true and Palestine's not a democracy, then how do we hold all the citizens accountable for their government if it's not a democracy? And if you look, I don't think Palestine's had an election in a long time. So a lot of the people there probably never even voted because they weren't even old enough to vote because I think the last fair or real election was years ago. You could look it up. But in general, it's like, okay, so we're spreading democracy in Ukraine, right? And listen, I get Russia, Ukraine. It's a tight situation. If you're Ukrainian, you might believe this is a good idea. But I'm just talking about it from an American perspective and a democracy perspective, although we know that's not true. Let's look at a few headlines. So this is The Hill. Zelensky signed a controversial law expanding government power to regulate media. Uh, Zelensky consolidated Ukraine's TV outlets and dissolved rival political parties. So I guess democracy is controlling all media and, and, and kicking out other political parties. I read this report from Haaretz that they were thinking about in Israel arresting people and removing them from their homes and seizing their property if they believe that they harmed national morale by questioning the government. And Forward, a Jewish, uh, I guess, news outlet, said that dozens of Israelis were arrested for social media posts defending Gaza, advocates say. In addition to the arrest, 70 students are facing disciplinary action from their schools over posts about the conflict. So... In Israel, it seems like it's essentially illegal now to disagree with your government. And here's what I want to say. I understand people will say, well, it's a time of war and we don't want traitors. It's like, well, do you if you want to give your government the power to say you're harming national morale, that's a broad statement. And they could use that for any dissent of your government. If you want to do that in Israel or Ukraine, you have every right to. It's not my country. I don't care what anyone else does. I don't run around the world and tell Saudi Arabia what to do or Africa what to do. Cheers. But this is where the respect is not mutual. And it's what really annoys me. I respect Israel to, ar to arrest people for disagreeing with them if they want to in their country. I respect Ukraine to like Zelensky and let him take over the country if that's what they want. If they don't want it, you probably have to leave the country because it's now illegal to disagree with them. So you got to run away. But in general, it seems like the respect's not mutual, where in my country, I'm not allowed to believe in the First, First Amendment. I'm not allowed to think that that's a bad idea. I'm not saying that you can't do that in Israel, and I'm not saying that you can't do that in Ukraine. I'm just saying in general that I don't believe that our government in America should do that, and I find it very concerning that it's happening all over the world, but that doesn't mean I hate people. I don't. I love Jews, and I think that there's amazing people of every race, religion, and gender. And I think there's millions of amazing people in Israel. I never, it doesn't mean I hate everybody because I report on a story, but this is a pattern I'm starting to notice. It's like in America, if you disagree with the idea that your government should police speech for this topic, you will be called Hamas or a terrorist or an anti-Semite. Like this is a, a pattern I've noticed since 2019, but it's just escalating further and further. And people are like, you hate me, you hate me. I do not. What are you talking about? Here's a post that I saw from two conservatives sharing this, two Republicans who I think work with Fox. You know, they're based here. I'll just show you real quick. There was some Palestinian in the in Gaza, I think, or the West Bank that was shouting at CNN. They said, you're not welcome here. FCNN, FCNN. And Joey Jones said, Palestinians are not Hamas, sarcastically. And Cassie Dillon retweeted it. So they're trying to say, 
you know, this proves that all Palestinians are Hamas because a person in Gaza doesn't like CNN. So that pro that proves because Palestinians don't like CNN and don't want CNN there. That proves that all Palestinians are Hamas. What about the millions of Trump supporters that also don't like CNN and also don't want them around? You know, I'm they're allowed to be around in a free country, but it's like these are the games that we're going to play. Ben Shapiro, I saw on Twitter, was posting about he was complaining about Joe Biden's administration. And he's he's constantly complaining about Joe Biden because Joe Biden is not pushing the war agenda that Shapiro wants enough. He thinks he's being too weak. OK, but the irony of Ben Shapiro saying this government doesn't represent me. Ben Shapiro saying Joe Biden doesn't represent me. Right. He's making it clear that Ben Shapiro disagrees with Joe Biden. That's good. Joe Biden does not represent our country necessarily. He doesn't represent me. He doesn't represent hundreds of millions of people. And I believe that even most of the people who voted for him, they voted against the other guy and they don't even like Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden's wildly unpopular. So the irony of Ben Shapiro saying that everybody in Palestine is Hamas because they voted for them, even though the last election was a long time ago and most of the people probably didn't even vote for them. While he, it's like he's saying that, you know, they must support their government and they, that government does represent them. Meanwhile, he's saying that our government, the American government and Biden doesn't represent him, but they, it represents them, but it doesn't like, it's so obvious at this point and it, it's just ridiculous. So I'm going to say this in general, uh, God bless people. God bless your family. God bless America. God bless the world. I, uh, you know, I understand that war is a tense time and I understand that people, um, you know, want to take extreme measures at time of war, just like they did with COVID. Just understand in Ukraine, they're consolidating the media, kicking out political parties. And some people are justifying that. In Israel, they're, they're arresting people who disagree with the government. And you have conservatives in America saying that you're anti-Semitic if you even notice that they're doing it and report on it. Because even reporting on it, even though Haaretz also did, it is like an anti-Semitic offense to notice that they're doing it. And you just need to shut up because, you know, you're not allowed to say that. I want to play this last clip and then I'm going to read a few comments and take off. Um, this I found on Twitter and X, which is probably why they're so mad at Elon Musk. Apparently, this is a former Mossad agent on C-SPAN explaining that they would reach out to the media in America and just blanket smear people as an anti-Semite if they ever questioned Israel. Sound familiar? Uh, let's take a watch. Now, I know what they do because I used to ask them to do it. I mean, when I was in the Mossad and we had a guy that gave us problems in the U.S. and he was speaking out and he was talking like, like people talked once and said, Israel is bombing Lebanon with cluster bombs. We say, hey, who's that guy? You know, Pik Makaki, we used to call him. Yeah, which is Pik the cockroach. Because he makes a lot of noise and you can't get rid of him. So what you do is you get in touch with a guy in, in, the, in the station in New York or in the station in Washington. You say, tell the guys at Benabria to label him. And of course, the campaign starts, and before you know it, the guy's leaving. And he's an anti-Semite, because that's what we say he is. And that's one stain you cannot wash. Now, it shames me as a Jew to tell you that. But that's the fact, and it's wrong. 
So I, I don't know. It sounds like exactly what happened to me. And I didn't even talk about Israel at war. And I don't even talk about the bombs they're dropping because I don't even know what to believe with social media. I don't really weigh in on that stuff. I leave it to the reporters that are actually there. But in general, it's like all I ever did was say a few things. One, I don't agree with speech laws in America. Apparently, that's anti-Semitism. I don't think it's a smart idea for Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump to expand the definition of anti-Semitism and push it into legislation in America. Apparently, that's anti-Semitic. I've also said that I believe that most Republicans are controlled because it seems that way. And I think they, you know, don't really work for us. Apparently, that's anti-Semitic. So, you know, it's like exactly what he just said. It seemed like that's exactly what happened to me, because if it's a cockroach they can't crush or whatever, then they just badmouth you and make you look terrible in the press. And apparently even Greta Thunberg's uh, octopus is anti-Semitic. And, you know, a lot of people are starting to talk about this. Candace has been complaining about the overuse of the word. Half the world seems like, you know, more than half the world doesn't agree with all that. So I don't know how long this is going to go on and stuff. But in general, you know, I look at things through the lens of an American citizen. And I understand that you're not allowed to do that in America because America is not a country where you could like the country. The left wing hates you if you like America. The right wing calls you anti-Semitic if you like America. So you're actually on both in both parties. You're not allowed to like America. It's just like we live in a country where liking ourselves is is like a hate crime or something now. But in general, it's like, you know, I don't hate any country in the world. I don't hate any group of people in the world. I never have. I never will. You can't make me. I love people. With that being said, in America, I think about our country. I think about our laws. If Ukraine wants to pass a law that says they could seize property from people who disagree with the government, Ukraine has every right to do that. If Israel wants to do that, they have every right to do that at wartime. But do American citizens not have the right to disagree in our own country? If we can't disagree in our own country, then we're not free, which is clear. So, you know, these are types of reports that I don't even feel like doing anymore. I know what's going on. The left wing is insane. The right wing is completely brainwashed. And telling the truth about this is one of the hardest things to do. So what's the point of even talking about it all the time when the risk reward ratio isn't there? The risk is immense. The reward is nothing. The reward is you get banished from right wing media and they call everybody Hamas now. It's like, okay, you know, that's not true. But if you say FCNN, that proves it. Like that's the, that's what they were saying. It's like, it's insane. Um, let me know what you guys think. God bless you guys. I appreciate you guys. And uh, enjoy your weekend. Have a beautiful day. And let me know what you think about, someone said you're disagreeing right now. Who's stopping you? It is what it is. America is a great country. I. That's why even with Sarah Silverman, I, I agree with her right to say that. I don't agree with her. I don't agree with her on a lot. But all this that's the type of person I am. Even if someone vehemently disagrees with me, they say something I think is wild and they don't give the same right to me, I will stand up for people and say, hey, if you want to say that about the war, you're allowed to in this country. So yeah, in general, I, I do what I want. I say what I want and I'm not the victim. I don't, um, you know, I don't care what they write about me. I don't really, I mean, it definitely is not ideal, but in general, you know, everyone can say what they want, think what they want. This country is a special country. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, 
there's just certain certain things in this world like certain doors open and certain doors close when you say certain things and at the end of the day it is what it is as a man as an american i can't live a coward you know it's like talking to a bmxer and being like oh isn't that dangerous it is dangerous but also if you're really good at it you make a lot of money and you get a lot of people that like you and women like you and it's like you know there's a pro and a con to everything yes motocross is really dangerous but it's also really awesome and really impressive so that's the world we live in everything comes at a cost you know being a coward can be just as costly if not more costly than being brave and being a man and if you're a man and you don't have any conviction of what you say and you're a man and you're willing to cave to a company in order to like keep your position then you have to live with that every day and that could be just as difficult as telling the truth and making media companies mad at you you know because at the end of the day that's the world we live in so yeah i'm not playing the victim i don't really care i'm not you know at the end of the day it's like i'm not crying about it it, it is what it is everything comes at a cost and nothing in this life is easy and nothing in this life is uh without some sort of pain and some sort of you know struggle to get certain things that are worth it so it is what it is. I'm just telling people in America as American citizens, and I know that people are waking up. It's not hateful to want your First Amendment. It's not hateful to realize that they use tragedies to basically remove more liberties. And every country in the world operates very differently than America. And that's what makes us extremely special. So just don't give up your right to the left wingers, to the right wingers, to Trump, to Biden, to any of these people, Fox, CNN, if they ever tell you that this is hate speech and this and this protest means all protests need to be shut down and this equals this equals this. So now you're this. Just don't believe it. That's all I'm saying. Or believe it if you want. You know who I'm, you're smart enough to figure stuff out. That's my report for today. God bless you guys. Appreciate it and have a good day. I'll be back soon. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser, stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed every day or every week week it's annoying 